Hey, we're so glad you're here. Take out your Bible, open it up to Luke chapter 11, where we left off last week. we going through the Gospel of Luke here. And uh, if you need a Bible, these guys will get one for you. Luke chapter 11. And uh, what, a, what a good time as we get into our second week where we're calling this uh, Let's Pray. And this is part two. And uh, I just, uh, I know God wants to help us as a church to just always be ready to pray. And uh, that's the heart of this today. You know, last week we talked about how Jesus throws out that outline or, you know, uh, model for prayer. And it's that picture of, it's not something that we should just memorize to have as like a rote routine prayer, although I think you should memorize it. I think it's a great prayer. But um, it is not something we just routinely say, but when we break it down, man, there's so much layers and depth to it. I hope that you even practice it this week, our Father who art in heaven. Man, how your, your name is great, God. You know, it's, it's that giving, making, putting it to realness, you know, give us this day our daily, you know, did you say, Lord, provide for me this day, help me this day. I want to do your will. I want to do your purpose. You know, your kingdom come, your will be done, Lord, whatever it is. It's, it's that putting it into practical use. And so here's the disciples saying to Jesus, hey, well, teach us to pray. He gives them this outline. But then today, it's almost like a prayer pep talk. He basically comes in and says, you know what? But I got, I got even more. And this is kind of how I want you to pray. It, it, this is what you should be sensing in your life and, and, and not giving up on prayer because so many times you can give up. How many of you have ever felt that spot in your life where you felt like, man, you know what? I don't hear God. I don't see God doing what I, I'm praying about. I've prayed once or twice, but I don't see it happening. And you begin to give up. And it's like, wait a second, no, that's, and this is, I think Jesus already knew the disciples would be like that. And so it's kind of like, but don't give up. If, if there was a, a, a second sort of title for today, besides Let's Pray Part 2, it would be, hey, hashtag, guess what? Um, never, it never hurts to ask. You know what I mean? It never hurts to ask. Some of you are really great at that when you go shopping. You know, have you ever, you, you ask for discounts. How many of you ask for discounts? Go ahead. Yeah, see, savvy people out here. You know, that's, in fact, single guys look at the single girls and go, that's the type of girl I want asking for a discount. Yeah, there you go. Because why not, right? Never hurts to ask. You never know. Do you have a coupon? Do you have something? It's like you're bold in that ask, right? It's sort of like, hey, I, I would like to see whatever you might have. I want to go. Go for it. I want to see what God does. And in that moment, he may get, you know, there may be a discount for you. And uh, so you never know. But in the same way, it never hurts to ask whatever it may be. That is why, in fact, it's in my pocket. That is why we're doing the Let's Pray uh, campaign, if you would, you know, because I believe our church, we need to be at that spot. Like, why not? Why wouldn't I ask God? Like, why wouldn't I ask God? God is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He put the sun in the place. He put the moon and the stars. Like, he's mindful of me. So why wouldn't I ask, right? Why would we not ask God for whatever it may be in our lives, right? Why would we not be like a child who has such childlike faith that they believe whatever it may be? And so today, we want to get into that because I believe that God wants to speak to each and every one of us and give us that picture. And I'm going to tell you a story that really kind of illustrates even this story in my own life is that uh, some friends of ours, they have two boys and they had birthdays. And so here I am 
Uh, I'm, I'm at that place where I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, okay, I, I get him a little present. Here you go. Well, I forgot the one present for one, the one of the guys. And so as I get here to church and they're both here, oh, what's that? Oh, this is your birthday present. What's that? Oh, I forgot. Okay, well, I'll bring it next week. Okay, guess what? The next week he comes up to me, he's all of five. He comes up to me, he's like, hey, he didn't say, nice outfit, how you feeling today? What did you mean? You know, he just said, hey, do you have my birthday present? <laughs> like, do you have it? Because you said you had it, so do you have it or not? What's up? And so I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, snap, fool, what am I doing? You know what, buddy? I'm going to bring it next week. I, I apologize. I feel so horrible. Next week. I know. I know, you guys are, you guys, I'm sorry. Now you guys are leaving, go ahead, there's the exit. Leave the church. I'm imperfect. What can I say? I am not perfect, okay? Please never look at me as perfect. So I forgot it again. And I felt, and of course, hello, these big guys, these big guys looking at me like, do you want a bagel? No, he didn't ask me that. Nice shoes? No, he didn't ask me that. Greg, uh, you know, how are you feeling? Uh, I knew Gabby was sick. Are you okay? He didn't ask me that. Hey, did you bring my birthday present? Did you bring my birthday present? Did you bring my birthday present? Because you said you forgot it, and today you said you would bring it back. Did you get it today? Did you bring it? No. I forgot it. Bro, I'm going to bring it by your house. I know. All right. Lord, please forgive me. At least I'm being transparent. I'm being honest with you guys. I am, you know, from now on, you're going to be like, don't ever ask Greg to bring anything anywhere. So today, woo! <laughs> today I came rolling in, and let me tell you how fired up I was. And he didn't even ask me because something happened, a car fell or something, he was all upset. And I'm like, bro, what, are you not going to ask me? Like, what did I forget? And he goes, my birthday present do you got i'm like come with me so i give it to him he's like ah it's the best thing ever ah it's awesome but you know what how great is that illustration of how you and i should be like god gives promises through his word right and we believe them but when we go to prayer maybe you don't believe him as much And I'm going to tell you right now, God wants you to believe every promise in his word. Because here's what this little guy did. He heard my promise. He said, hey, and he was bold enough to say, hey, you know what? You said it, so how about it? Come on, man. You made a promise. Come on, give it to me. Can I just say to you and I, we should have that same boldness. We're going to talk about it in a minute. And at the same time, there should be this, not just boldness, there's got to be this persistence because every day he came you know it's like he if I saw him during the week he'd be like where's my birthday present you know it would have been that's why I avoided his house it's like I'm not going to your house until but no but you every time it's persistence and then there's this childlike faith of confidence that God loves me more I mean he I'm his kid I'm his he's my dad in heaven why wouldn't I ask him because he believed my words. Do you believe his word? If you believe his word, we're going to pray big prayers in 2018. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do some great things because I believe that God wants us to be people that just say, let's pray. Why not? It never hurts to ask. Amen. So check it out. It's this in Luke chapter 11 
And here's Jesus, he comes in, and, and this is what he ends up doing in Luke chapter 11. He ends up saying, hey, in verse 5, he says to them, okay, so he's talking to the disciples, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, don't trouble me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I can't rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him, because he's his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. Father, I thank you that, Lord, we're going to learn from this today. Jesus, you taught this to your disciples. You're teaching it to us, that we should be people who aren't afraid to ask. That, Lord, we are bold and confident and, and courageous in our prayers. That we know that you're the God of the universe and that you could do anything. So, God, help our church. Help me. Help each one to be able to really understand this even better. Help me to share your heart by the power of your spirit. We thank you and we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. I got to tie my shoe because my wife would say, tie your shoe or you're going to trip. And, and then because she loves me, nobody else in the audience said anything, of course, but uh, it's okay. But, uh, it, but here's what I love about this story. What I love about Jesus, right, is that he brings life situations to, hey, let, let's look at this and you can understand how I can pray. So what he does is he gives us a life perspective. Now, the, the person that's knocking on the door is really, it's a picture of us, okay? And, and, and can you see that, what does it say? He has a friend and goes to him at midnight. And how many of you go to your friends at midnight to ask for bread? Nobody does. I mean, you probably might. In our culture today, we might text our friend if we need, hey, are you sleeping? And the friend's like, oh, yeah, I'm sleeping. <laughs> They're kind of like, don't read that one. Okay. And, and, but you're, you're texting or maybe, maybe you phone call before, but nobody usually pounds on the door. Now, in that culture, it was huge to be hospitable, to be make sure that you are somebody that helps other people, right? To make sure that you're somebody that says, hey, I want to I wanna help you. I want to I wanna go ahead and, uh, you know, just make sure that you feel good. So this guy has a neighbor or a friend who came into town. He has no food in the house, and so he wants to help him out. He says, hey, my friend of mine who was sent on a journey, I have nothing to set before him. It's like, I got nothing, so I'm coming to you. And that's the whole thing. When you realize you have nothing, then you actually will go to somebody, right? If you and I could realize we have nothing apart from God, then you realize that's who I go to. I don't care if God has blessed you with riches upon riches. You really have nothing because it's all his. And he's the one who's given it to all of us. And so when we realize, wow, in fact, I am actually not, I don't have, I don't have anything. Then I will be even more bold. The first thought for you and I is this, that we, and it's the let's pray. So it's let's, let's be bold. Let's be bold in our prayers. Let's be people who say, God, I, I want to go to you whatever time. Whatever it may be, you realize that God never sleeps, right? It's that verse. It's that verse in uh, uh, Psalm. It's one twenty-one. For behold, he who keeps either Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. You know, he doesn't sleep. It's not like God's up there. Oh, I was sleeping during that time. I didn't see your text, Greg. Sorry. No, he doesn't do that. Sorry, I can't. There's no excuse. God hears your prayer whenever time it is. Isn't that a beautiful thought? It's a beautiful promise. 
that he will hear. And so here's this guy who has nothing. He's basically he's trying to, I'm going to be ridiculed and made fun of if I don't feed my friend because hospitality is so important. So I'm going to go to you. And this guy, meanwhile, this guy who's in bed with his kids, which I know you're going, well, why? Well, they had, it was warmth. It was a small place. It was various reasons they could, you know, cuddle together. But they didn't have sprawling four-bedroom homes. This was a small home. He's probably shouting down below. A lot of times the animals were below the house. So he might have been shouting. He might have been trying to pound, throwing rocks or something. I don't know, getting your attention at midnight. And so he's basically, this guy's probably just put his kids down. You know, there's probably that moment where the kids are like, oh man, I'm not tired. We're going to go to bed now. And then the kid's like, oh, can I have a glass of water? No, no, no. Can I, I'm itchy. Oh no, no, no. This shirt's too hot. Oh no, no. I'm a little cold. Oh no. Can you read me one more story? Oh, can you sing me one more song? And it's like, finally, he's gotten them to sleep, right? How many parents you're like, oh yeah, hallelujah. They're asleep. Yeah. He's asleep. And then all of a sudden, knocking at the door. So put, your, put yourself in this guy's position and realize that this guy does not want to wake up his kids to go and give this guy bread. That's his main thing. Like, hey, I'm in bed with the kids. I'm not getting up to give you anything right now. I'm not going to give you whatever it is that you may need. And so he says, hey, I'm not doing it. But look what Jesus says. I say to you, verse 8, Though he will not rise and give to him because he's his friend, yet because he, excuse me, because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So there's this boldness in that because we realize, you guys, that there, there's this, man, I, I just want to go. It's at midnight, whatever it may be. God, I'm going to go to this go to you whatever time of day I need. Because I know this, I know in Psalm 139, it says that you actually care about me. Your thoughts towards me outnumber the sand on the sea. Excuse me, the sand, not necessarily the sea, but the sum of them, how great is the sum of them? If I should count them, they would be more than the number of the sand. So just go grab some sand at the beach and realize, wow, God's thoughts for you are outnumber that. And then you realize, wow, I can go to you. Why wouldn't I ask? Why wouldn't I say something? Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I come and, and be a part of what you want to do, God? And, and, and so this is that heart where we have to get into that James 4 mentality, right? James 4, chapter 4, verse 2, it's that you, you fight in war, you don't. But look at the second book. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. And I'm not saying asking, oh, Lord, yeah, I want that new Mercedes and it's an S-series with the, yeah, I love that. It would just be awesome. It's not asking for stuff that maybe isn't fitting your budget or whatever. It's asking, Lord, whatever. He just, remember, he just gave him the model prayer. And it, it's like, man, are you going to go with boldness? Like, what is something that you say, oh, I couldn't ask God about that because it's just too, it's too much, it's, it's too mundane. And you think it's not important, but if his thoughts for you outnumber the, number the sea, wouldn't we actually go to him with ever? Listen, you guys know that we have a cat now, right? And I have, so I have a new cat. You've heard the stories if you've been listening. And so you know we have Tiger, our new cat. And so I've been praying for Tiger I've been praying for it. Hey, I did it before with our dog. I'm doing it with our cat. So I pray for Tiger that she'll become a Christian cat, which I'm not sure is possible. But uh, I don't know if cats, I don't know, because I always thought they were demonic, so I wasn't sure. But anyway, so I'm sorry, cat lovers, I've changed. I'm, I love this cat. I, I do, and I want Tiger to understand how much I love her. So I'm praying for her. I'm like, Lord, please help Tiger to just love me. 
I don't want to just have catnip on my body all day, you know, or cat treats. I don't want to have to feed her, just help her. Well, can I tell you that that cat has started to just come beside me, let me touch her head. She'll like rub against me. She actually jumped up on the bed with me there. I mean, it's like miracles are happening. And I believe she's becoming Christian, as you can see in this picture right here. She is on the Bible. It's like the Word of God is right there. I mean, look at that. And she is like, you know, yes, I want to soak in the Word. Let it come into my life. So it is that picture. Yeah, there she is. I'm taking notes now. Yeah, those are Gabby's notes. And then, of course, she's not on my lap. I wish she was. But anyway, we're praying. But anyway, my point in all that is, why not? Like, seriously, if God created that cat, which I believe he did, then I believe he can help me to be loved by that cat. To be, <laughs> he, that cat's going to, I'm telling you, that cat's done. It's gonna, you're going to hear an illustration about that little tiger. She's going to love me, and then pretty soon she's going to be sleeping on my side of the bed, and Gabby's going to be like, what happened? Oh, no, this cat's mine now. <laughs> no, I want her to be part of our family, and it's just a blessing, but my point on all that is I pray that you and I would be bold, whatever it may be. I don't care if you think it's silly. Why not ask God? Because he has all the wisdom of the world. He put the sun and the moon in his place. Why can't he do things that you and I maybe don't think? We, he matters. Because, and, and here's the thought. I'm gonna quickly go through this because I wanna quickly, we know he hears us. We know he loves us. We know he allows us and we know he's able. He, he hears us. Yeah, he, he hears us. In the word, it's, it's clear he hears us. But we know he loves us, John 3, 16. You know, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He loves us. I mean, he gave his son, Jesus. He, he, he allows us. Hebrews 4, 15, you know, it's that picture of you come boldly to the throne room of grace. We're, he's allowing us because Jesus paved the way that we could come to God at any time. You come boldly through the throne room of grace of our gracious God, therefore receive his mercy. And then, and then he certainly... He is uh, able, and that's our church verse, Ephesians 3.20, you know. Now to him who is able, right, to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask. Let's read it together. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Yeah, he's able. So we, we look and we go, yeah, why not be bold? But why, why not be persistent? That's the second thing. Remember, uh, it's that the persistence of a child, like you promised it, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to keep coming to you. I'm going to, you said it. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep asking. But why would we not be persistent? Jesus is telling you and I to be persistent, that we would be, and that word actually in the Greek is shameless. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh man, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask. I don't care. Hey, can I get it? I mean, you're shameless at the shopping center, right? Hey, do you got a discount coupon? Do you have anything? I mean, you'll do it wherever, but man, with God, maybe we don't really understand that he cares so deeply about it, but Jesus is telling you to be persistent. Go ahead. Be shameless. If you would go ahead, keep asking, because this is what the verse says. Verse nine, look at verse nine. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open. You know, and that, the pres- it's the tense of that Greek that me- makes it say, you got to keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. So anyone who keeps doing that, 
You keep asking. You keep seeing. You keep being persistent. You don't give up. You don't quit because you don't see the answer the way you think it should be. You don't stop asking. When you realize that you have nothing, in verse 6, right? For a friend of mine has come to me on his journey and I have nothing to set before him. When you realize you have nothing, then you have everything because that's when you go to the Lord. When you realize you have nothing, you have everything and you go, Lord, I need your help. I need your help with the kids. I need your help with wisdom. I need your help with the finances. I need your help with my job. I need your help with this decision right now, God, because really without you, I, I, I don't have what I, what I could have. And that's, there's, a, there's this Norwegian uh, Christian leader, and I, it was a rare quote I found, and it, he said this, prayer is the utterance of the helpless, and until we are helpless, our prayers won't get beyond the roof. It's like prayer is the utterance of the helpless, and until you realize you're helpless, your prayers won't get beyond the roof. It's so true. It's like, oh, Lord, man, so many times you could have everything going on and you just feel like, well, I'm in control of my own destiny. Well, God's actually got your breath and he's got got it. So that's why we want to be persistent. We don't want to quit. We don't want to stop. You know, if you don't, I remember for our wedding, for instance, we got married, if you didn't know, Gabby. And so... uh, we got married, and we got married. It was a beautiful uh, beach wedding we did. We wanted to keep our costs down. We rented a pavilion out. It, it was just awesome. It was, everything worked out great. But you realize, we really didn't have a plan B. <laughs> so if it rained, it's like, oh, I guess we could be all huddled under the pavilion inside uh, or under the tent we rented. But it would have been really awkward with the rain coming in. We didn't have a building like, oh, we're going to go to that building. No, there was no plan B. So guess what? When there's no plan B, you're really plan. God, please help out plan A. Really help it out. So our, we were praying all the time. Like, uh, and I know Gabby really and I both believed that it was going to be because we believed that was the day that God had made for us. 11-11-2017. So we knew, all right, it's going to happen. But still, you're going, all right, Lord, and the weather, that'd be awesome. And keep asking, God, could you keep the cl- you know, rain? But it was perfect. The weather was perfect. But the time that you find where there's, oh, but I can do this or I can do that. I think that's the time where you start relying on plan B rather than maybe on the one who created the best, which is plan A. And so I just want to encourage you and me. We got to be persistent, that we're always persistent in trusting and watching God do a work. Um, Psalm eighty-eight, thirteen. I love it how it reads in the New Living. Oh, Lord. I cry out to you. I will keep on pleading day by day. Keep on asking, seeking, knocking. We keep on. We don't give up. We don't just say, oh, well, it's not going to work because God's, he just doesn't hear. No, I'm not going to quit. I want your plan, God. I want your best. I'm going to keep on asking. You know, I, I notice some of the prayer requests, they're the same every week. I love that. You're persistent. You shouldn't be embarrassed about that. You should say, yes, because I'm still asking. I'm still seeking. And that doesn't matter. It's not like you're boring everybody like, oh, well, I heard that one. That's a boring prayer request. Not for that person. They're looking for answers. They're looking for wisdom. They're looking for direction. They're looking for salvation. Why not, right? We should have like tons of prayer requests that are the same all the time, but we got to keep persistent. And so then finally, look what 
Look what the Lord says. And this is Jesus. Remember, verse 10. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be open. And if a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? It's like, the last thought is this. So it's, let's be confident like a child, I put in parentheses. Because a a kid comes to his father, hey, can I get some bread? He's not expecting a stone back. The father's not going to give him a stone. And remember, it's that picture, this whole, this whole, story this parable if you would we are we are the guy who's at the door knocking with boldness and persistence right the guy who's in bed with his kids is not the representation of the father in heaven because he doesn't sleep he he's the one who answers it's the contrast of god in heaven it may be the you know it's like hey what would god do if this guy's going to get up and give to his friend what would god do for you in other words, this guy wasn't even willing because I'm like, man, I'm tired. I got my kids. I don't want to wake them up. I just got them to bed. Are you kidding me? But God's, he's waiting. He doesn't sleep. He's waiting for us to be bold, to be confident, to be persistent, to actually go there and say, God, I want to, I want to see something great happen in our lives. I'm trusting you in 2018. And I don't believe you're going to give me a rock for a piece of bread. I don't believe you're going to give me a serpent instead of a fish. I don't believe you're going to give me a scorpion if I ask for an egg. Because Lord, how much more is he going to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And that's really, when we go to pray, we're, we're, the Holy Spirit can help us pray. It's like, Lord, help fill me with your spirit. You know, I want to be empowered by the spirit of God. When I teach, I pray that it would be the power of God's spirit that's speaking through me, that you would actually feel like, oh, wow, I can't believe Greg said that. Well, guess what? It's never, it's like the power of God that wants to speak to you. The Holy Spirit who works. And so we ask and we say, God, what, what do you want to do? But, but my point in all this is, is that we should be as confident as a child. That we should be that confident, have that confidence in our lives where we say, God, I, I really want to trust you. I want to trust you with whatever it is that I have. Here's my life. I'm going to trust you with it. Here's who I am. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to be confident in who you are because you're the God who created the heavens and the earth. You're the one, Lord, I can come to you at midnight. It doesn't matter. I can come to you at two o'clock in the morning. You're not sleeping. Lord, I can come to you and keep coming to you and keep coming to you because Jesus, you basically said, hey, go for it. Don't quit praying. Don't let it be that that prayer that hasn't been answered the way you want it or in the timing you want it because it takes a little patience. It takes a little perseverance, but you need to keep praying. And I think that that's why he even followed up. Here's, a, here's an outline for prayer, and this is what you ought to do. And he says, hey, here's the outline, but don't forget, be bold, be confident, you know, be persistent. Don't quit. Let God hear your cry. I believe that we all need to cry out to God more and more. And we, we have as a church, we have this opportunity where we say, God, what, 
What do you want to do? And so we have our prayer requests we do on Sunday. And then I want to encourage you to do prayer requests that we have uh, in our Let's Pray campaign here as we pray for the next 21 days starting tomorrow. And you can see like inside your bulletin what it is, or you can go online and find it online on our website. But it's just an opportunity for us to grow into that practice that we would, whoever comes our way, that we would say, well, let's pray. And that may be bold for you to say that to somebody who's sick or hurting or tired, but I pray that we would always get to that place where we go, let's pray. And that we would trust God no matter what. And if you're here and you don't know Jesus, that's the beginning part that you can come boldly through that throne room of grace. That's the only reason I can go boldly to God because he's my dad in heaven. It has nothing to do with a good person that I am or what I give or what I do. It has everything to do with what Jesus did on the cross for me, that he died for me, that his blood that was shed washed my sins away from me so that I could be with the holy and pure father. It would be like, oh, okay, now you're cleaned up. Okay, now you have a relationship because you accepted my son Jesus who paid the price. And, that, and now I have a relationship with him. And now I'm able to go boldly to the throne of grace and go, Dad, here's what's going on. I can be persistent. I can be confident. I can be sure that he hears me, that he's able, that he knows me, that he knows what's best for me, and that I can trust his plan. Amen? Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you together that you are with us, that you have such purpose, Lord, for our lives. I thank you, God, that, Lord, in the midst of this time where we go, Lord, we want to pray. We want to pray. I want to pray for our church, Lord. I want to pray that you would give us boldness, that you would allow us to be like the disciples. We would be a bold people that not only go out and share with boldness the truth about you, Jesus, but that we would be bold in our prayer life, that we would know that you hear us, that you love us, that you care for us. God, I pray that you would help us to be persistent, that we would not quit because the answer hasn't come yet, but that we would keep persevering, keep going because we know you care for us. Lord, you are thinking about us every time we are thinking about that even more. And so God, I want to lift up all those worries and concerns that people have right now. And I want to pray, God, that you would touch them. I want you to lift up your hand if you have a worry or concern that you've been thinking about. God, I pray for these hands that are lifted up. I pray that you would answer their cry right now, that you would cry out in your heart. You that are lifted up your hands. You cry to the Lord and you just say, this is what it is in your heart. You tell him, God, and you give it over to him. God, we pray for those that need healing, provision, protection, guidance, comfort, direction, relationships. God, we pray that you would not let worry or fear ever defeat them, but Lord, that they would trust in the mighty and true God. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, for this church. I pray you would help us to be bold in our prayers, that let's pray would always be on our lips and on our hearts. God, we thank you. We pray you would bless the rest of our day in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, yeah. You guys ready to pray? I'm ready to pray. You know, here's a, here's a thought for all of us, that we would, in fact, be praying for each other. And what, one thing I wanted to do is I wanted to call up all of our new deacons that we have just 
recently just kind of we've gone through a series of training we've had all these things going on so i'm gonna have the deacons and all the elders come up here because i'm gonna have the deacons stand right here and we're gonna pray over you and i know keith's one of our guys but he's playing in the background so we're gonna have a hand on somebody on him while he's back here so if you guys would just line up here this is frank give it up for frank here's rian elvis come on over here buddy Lance, come on. Why don't you guys stand right here in the middle where the light is. Right here, Frankie. Stand right down that step right there. Leo and Guy are teaching the kids. Yeah, we need to get those guys in here too. We'll just pray over them as we do it. Hey, let's just pray. Let's go ahead and lay hands on Keith up here. Let's pray for these guys right now. God, I thank you for a new group of men and for Leo and Guy that are in there as well. God, we thank you that they're already doing the work of deacons and they're helping out. And they're, they're, they're seeking you. I thank you, Lord, that you have brought these men out. And uh, I thank you that they're going to be used mightily in our church. I pray over them. As a church, we pray you would anoint them with the power of your Holy Spirit. They'd go forth with power and might and strength. God, thank you for them. Thank you that you're going to use them. Thank you for what you're going to do through their life and how they're going to impact this church. We pray your blessing on them and their wives and their family. God, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Give it up for those guys. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, don't forget. Let's pray. Pull out your bulletin. Pray this week. If you are here, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It all starts with recognizing you need a Savior, that you've been, have died on, that He has died on the cross for your sins, that you are a sinner and separated from God by your sin. But Jesus loved you so much. His thoughts truly are for you. And so He laid His life down for you. And if you're here, you've never received Jesus. You've never come to that place. It's simple. It's simple as saying, Lord Jesus, forgive me my sins and make me new and wash me clean. I don't want you to leave here today without even putting your faith, surrendering your life. If you've never surrendered your life to him, that's where it starts. That's where that relationship starts, where you can pray. So we're going to pray as a church together. And you may be in here and you go, yeah, that's me today. I want to receive Jesus Christ. Today would be the day where I become part of the family of God, where I can call on my dad and I can be forgiven of my sins and I can put my whole life, all my worries, all my struggles in his hands. And that's where it starts. Father, I pray for this church. I pray, God, that you would just continue to move by your spirit. And if anybody is here that doesn't know you, Lord, that even now, as they lift up this prayer, that they would pray it to you, mean it from their heart. I'll give them the words, but this would be their thought to be able to put their faith and trust in you, Jesus. Church, if you would, let's everybody pray out loud. Let's stand up and pray out loud. And you say this to the Lord. And if you're here, and this is your first time praying this, and you're like, man, I want to mean this from my heart. And you say it to the Lord, Lord Jesus, thank you so much that you died for me. Thank you for forgiveness. Please forgive me of all my sins. I surrender my life to you. I put my faith in you. Thank you, God, that you love me and that you think about me and you have a purpose and plan for my life. Help me to follow you. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen.